Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie, and today we are continuing our interview series with Sarah Noel Block, the founder of Tiny Marketing. She talks to us about integrating digital marketing for the first time into your marketing strategy. So if you've relied strongly on events and in-person networking, you might be wondering how to generate leads now. We talk about the different platforms you can use, and Sarah's tiny tech stack costs less than $200 per month. So if you want something that's been vetted by a 10-year-plus marketing veteran over the course of five years, then Sarah's tiny tech stack is for you. The link to the show notes and the link to Sarah's tiny tech stack are both included below. So enjoy. Okay, Sarah. So in this episode... I wanted to talk about something you mentioned before about companies who haven't done digital marketing before, who are going digital for the first time. Have you seen an influx of clients, you know, for yourself who are going digital for the first time recently? In a way, I have seen an influx of leads, but then budgets are are being cut before it comes to fruition. But I am having a lot more people reach out to me about what's the first step? What do I do if I need to pivot from being primarily in person and relying on referrals and networking events to going digital for the first time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can get that. And so for the clients who are able to sign you on or the clients who have signed you on in the past, what does that look like? You know, I'm going digital for the first time. I do networking events and that's usually it. I throw the cards in my drawer. I never type anything into my computer. <laughs> what does that look like? What are you what's like the first piece of whatever that you want to set up? Yeah, the first thing I have them set up is a content system. Where, yeah, content is still king. It matters because now when you're at those networking events, you're going there and you're showing your expertise and your personality in person. You don't have that option today. So what you need to do is use content for that. Show what you know and explain the solutions to the problems that you solve in, in the form of content. Not only that, you need to make sure that you're talking about it on social media so people find you. Yes, and I think that's that's a huge driver. I don't think people realize how much uh, website traffic social media drives, especially for those businesses who are like, no, we've been doing it this way and it's been working um, you know, all this time. I was just looking at my analytics, my Google Analytics stats, and I'm super pumped because my top incoming traffic was uh, search engines, so woo! Yeah. But the next one was social media because, you know, we're consistently sharing content from the site and podcasts and videos. So we're consistently sharing those things. But before search engines took the top spot, social media was it. Mm-hmm. Social media was what drove traffic to my website. So you're you're completely right. And that can be hard to fight the mindset. All of that is content marketing, really, because, well, it's your content that brings people to your site through through organic search and that's so important and can it can benefit you for years. I have people going to my site from articles I wrote in 2015 still. Yes. It's crazy. But then yes. social media is how they find you in the first place. The biggest mm-hmm. mistake people make is creating content and then taking it no further. They need to promote it. If you build it, that doesn't mean they will come. You need to show people that it exists first. Yes, say that again for the people in the back. (laughs) 
promote. <laughs> yes, and I actually I have a hard line that I will not cross, but if there is no promotion and distribution strategy for a company and they're not willing to pay me to develop it and help them, you know, develop the strategy around that, I'm not creating content. I will not create content to throw into the black hole that is your website because you won't promote it. Thank you. Serious. Well, because then as the freelancer or as the consultant that they've hired, and I I tell other writers this all the time, you get blamed. They're like, oh, well, that content must not have been good because we didn't get any leads from it. We didn't get any results. And it's like, well, did you share it Right. more than once? (laughs) That is part of the reason I pivoted my business because I started – just doing freelance writing and content. And I was working with these businesses that weren't promoting it at all. I'm like, no, no, you need to have a whole system in place or it's not going to go anywhere. Yes, that is a fact. Okay. So with, you know, from your experience over the years, when you initially take on a client, have you noticed any common hurdles? You know, I'm sure you probably kind of work these things into your marketing to try and educate your audience, but are there any common hurdles that you've noticed when they're, you know, just getting started? With marketing or with onboarding? You can pick one of each. If you've okay. got one for each one, you can pick one of each, which or whichever one you think is most important. Okay. The common hurdle I see with onboarding is communication, miscommunication. It's not setting boundaries right from the beginning so the client doesn't know when they should reach out to you, when they shouldn't, how how quickly they should receive a response from you. Setting that straight from the beginning is important. And for marketing, it's when they come to me with a specific set of ideas that they think need to happen instead of a problem that they need solved, I'm the marketing consultant. I will solve your problem. You run your business. Yes. <laughs> That's your thing. <laughs> yes, that is so true. I've, I've run into that as well when they come at you and they're like, oh, I already know what I need. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm not a plug-and-play machine, so I need to be convinced, too, that that's what you need. Yeah. I'm not going to start something for you that I think is going to fail. I will only do something that is going to succeed for you. Yes, absolutely. And that's the other thing, though, is that that's a big difference, I think, between when you're you're paying, uh, you know, a freelancer for certain things mm-hmm. versus someone who maybe identifies themselves as more of a consultant. I feel that consultants typically get paid to tell you when you're being dumb. I I completely agree with you there. Like you are making a mistake here. Like I get that, you know, and that's the thing with working with consultants. And I, and I have explained this to my clients before when I feel like they're going in the wrong direction, me telling you that I think that that's the wrong direction does not reflect on your intelligence or your competence Mm -hmm. because you are good at what you do. You engaged with me because there was something you saw in our content or my content, something you you felt on the phone, but you knew that you could trust me. So I'm asking you to trust me right now. Yes. I'm telling you this is the wrong direction. Now, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be with a consultant. Like, So if I was a freelance writer, of course I would want to write for you because I know that you won't steer me wrong. Like you're not going to just throw that content into a black pit somewhere. And that's the important part. If, if you're a freelancer who or somebody who executes content who doesn't really go into the strategy and you don't want to, which is fine, you have to develop those relationships with people who will take care of that for you. When you engage with companies or clients that don't do that, right, then you're set up to fail. 
Right. You're just wasting your money if you're not working with an expert who can say, that's not, that's not it. That's not the way to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I feel like any serious digital marketing strategy has to consider the tech stack, right? The technologies, the softwares that we're going to use to get our digital marketing off the ground and out into cyberspace. So do you have any software that you typically recommend to help companies? Yeah. I mean, start if you're starting from scratch and you have a low budget, there's a tech stack for you. There is. It doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg. Um, I like WordPress or Squarespace for beginning your CMS. They're easy to use. They're pretty plug and play. And you can, like, if you want a custom template, you can find a freelancer to create that cheap enough. For email marketing, I like either HubSpot or MailChimp. Both are great. And if you if you want, they integrate together, too, because, like, if you're using the free HubSpot account, you can't do automations and workflows. But with MailChimp, you can, and you can integrate the two of them. So you can have the free HubSpot with the free MailChimp and get a more robust platform when you connect them. See, that's why... I'm asking you the questions. That's fantastic. <laughs> I feel like maybe that was something I knew, but it certainly wasn't puzzle pieces that I had put together, but I, I don't spend a lot of time putting together these types of stacks the way that you do. So that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, and yes, 100% on, on, I haven't used Squarespace a lot. I know I don't like Wix, <laughs> but yeah. I, but the websites I've made for myself, have been in WordPress. And I guess the one thing I was advising a friend, he wanted to start a blog and he was like, Oh, what should I use? I said, just use WordPress. He's like, I don't want to because there's too many things to pick. And I said, no, just pick a template, pick a template you like and stay out of the, the settings. <laughs> like don't, yeah. don't mess with the settings. Don't <laughs> yeah. And then he ended up deleting it like 30 minutes later. He was like, I was, I was fiddling with it. I was like, I told you not to fiddle. <laughs> Number one rule. Don't fiddle. Yeah, like if you just want something that's straightforward, then don't dig into it. Just add your colors, add your logo, and move on, right? Yeah. If you want something that you cannot break, it's Squarespace. You okay. You can't break it. It's impossible. They don't let you. They don't give you enough access to break it. Oh my. Okay, so it's like uh, Squarespace is like website creation, like if you were bowling with the rails on. Yes. Right? And like I, you're not going into the gutter on Squarespace. Yes, exactly. You can't go into the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, before we started recording, you actually told me that you had something to kind of help with this going digital for the first time concept. And actually, I think that people who would already qualify themselves digital would be interested in this as well. But you actually have a lead magnet all about this, right? Yes, I put together a whole list of very inexpensive tools that you can use today that to have a complete tech stack, project management, email, social media, uh, CRM, CMS, everything. And, oh, and SEO research. And it's all less than $200 a month. Plus there's discount codes in there <laughs> that are reoccurring. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, so yeah, so we'll have a, a link to that in the show notes in the transcript and pretty much anywhere anybody's going to be able to find this episode. But, I mean, that's something I want to look at for myself, but I'm already on your mailing list. So. <laughs> but that's that's amazing. And 
just to kind of highlight the value here, I don't think people realize how much work it takes to put together something like that because you put together a stack that would actually work together. Like these, mm-hmm. these programs work together and you're not going to have, you know, it's going to be minimized redundancies, especially considering that, you know, you're paying less than $200. So unless you foot the bill for something like HubSpot's full, you know, marketing suite, for example, which is super expensive, yes, you know, is. finding a stack that's already laid out, that's, that's half the battle right there. You know, and with your experience, you know, I, I, I certainly trust it. So that's, yeah. So just for anybody listening, understand that the value of what she's offering there is huge. It will save you a ton of time and settling into technologies that somebody else has already vetted, somebody of, of Sarah's caliber has already vetted is, is huge because you will spend a lot of time researching. You will get drawn in by the shiny object and maybe pay too much. You may get drawn in by a program and then three months later have to pick up and move everything to another program. Yeah. It's no fun. It's no fun. No, it's not. Everything integrates. I use all of these tools myself. I recommend it to any tiny, tiny business. (laughs) Yep. So definitely look in the show notes for that. 